So I'd love to welcome now my two guests in the studio, live in the studios here in the Byron Shire. I had to remember I'm on Bunjalung country now, <laughs> bringing us back. The lovely Grace Ferrier and Pepe Fasos. Hi, Grace. Hi. 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 Hi, hi, Pepe. Hi, oh, it's so lovely to have you in the studio. So, Pepe, I'll just start where we were just chatting. Um, you were, uh, We did a phone interview uh, some months ago for the Northern Rivers Food Trail. And it was so lovely to hear what you were doing out on the farm in Lismore, how the floods had come through, how that had all changed um, everything for you, and that you were opening up your farm for the first time. So you both have a, a background in farming, but Pepe, just tell us a little bit, um, just fill the listener in on what it is that you do and where that is. Thanks, Rosella. Yes, the food trail was an utter success, and thank you for promoting that. Um, we brought together five businesses that crawled out of the mud and rebuilt themselves and we collaborated and had a beautiful day and we intend to do it again next year but yeah as as you've inter- introduced me my name's Pepe Fassos I'm a organic farmer from Lismore uh, we're just out past the airport there and we have uh, microgreens and vegetables and we but we specialize in microgreens um, vegetables are a newly introduced sort of crop or varieties for us and diversity but um, it's going really well we're very busy and loving loving the community. Yeah, I had a, quite a few people contact me to say that they'd brought microgreens. They'd been reminded, you know, oh, microgreens, we forgot. So after they heard you, yeah, mm. they were they were um, encouraged to go get back on the microgreens again. Amazing. Yep. And and a little bit about yourself, Grace. Agree, you're um, working with Santos, or you can tell us actually. You're 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 many things. <laughs> what are you today? <laughs> Um, thanks for having me. It means the world to be able to be here and connect with the community and, yeah, just get them to know about what we're doing at Santos. Um, but, yeah, I wear a couple of different hats. Today I'm working, well, being here for Santos. And, um, yeah, I came on board and I'm just the area produce manager for all three stores, but I'm predominantly based in Mullum. And so my kind of role is to coordinate with the local farmers and wholesale market to bring in fresh organic produce to be able to be available for the local community Um, and through that I've been involved with the Growing the Growers project which I'm sure we'll touch on later Um, but that means that I got to closely start working with Pepe and bring his microgreens in and hopefully some yeah of the delicious vegetables he currently is growing amazing yeah so we're also here as part of um organic awareness week which is huge you know the whole month of september coming a little bit late but i'm on Samoan time so that (laughs) kind of makes sense um pepe you're very close to gaining full certification aren't you for your sprouts and all your annual vegetables tell us a little bit a bit about that um southern cross certification sure yeah we're currently under uh, certificate or in conversion with ACO but we are changing to Southern Cross certification for diversity reasons with microgreens but it's amazing I mean Southern Cross are very local uh, they're very uh, supportive to new farmers and small farmers uh, in, in my opinion and um, it's yeah a wonderful journey I mean um, certification has really given us a um, a noticeability in the community i mean we always practiced organic principles but to say those things without certification is illegal for one 
and um, but now we can really take it home um, with these practices and certifications. Yeah. So I've seen some pictures of how you grow because I haven't been to your farm yet. But um, you know, there it's in trays, isn't it? And you grow the microgreens anyway. You grow the microgreens in the trays, and they have um, organic soil on the bottom. Um, rather than you know converting a whole paddock, for example, into organic, is it easier to convert, like to grow microgreens organically in that res- regard? It, look, the no, I'll say no. <laughs> I'll be honest because growing, no, nothing's grow- easy as it would grow really. No, <laughs> it's it's microgreens are still relatively new. I mean, um, everyone's hearing about them. A lot of people call them sprouts, but there is a difference. Um, but microgreens organically are much harder. It, you, you have to meet certain requirements, which we've done all along, but using nature's uh, elements to to do it is a bigger game. I mean, um, a lot of microgreen farmers are doing it indoors, under lights, hydroponically. It is so much easier that way, but you're not getting the ultimate product, and that's where... I've pushed pushed myself to do it this way and found success by by uh, just staying organic with it and and yeah it took six years um, but uh, yeah we grow in trays we use a compost uh, we have uh, open not open roof but just protected roofs but we have sunlight coming in and natural air ventilation and we use amazing water systems which is all harvested from the roofs so it's all rainwater but. Yeah, not an easy game, but a well worth it one. Probably easy is definitely the wrong word to use when it comes to um, growing and farming. And Grace, you're also part of the incubator program at the farm, which I'd like to know more about. And and as part of that, you've started selling your own produce, I hear, at the Mullen Farmers Markets. Let us know what's going on there. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of this year, I started um, the incubator program run through Farmers Footprint Australia and the farm. And it was a pilot program to allow two farmers that already had some experience um, have access to uh, a piece of land at the farm um, alongside mentorship, um, access to infrastructure and yeah just get the opportunity to enter into the market and see what it's like um, and really represent the like try and encourage the next generation of farmers. Um, So yeah it's been really good and I've just been selling at the Mullum Farmers Markets and to Three Blue Ducks. What are you selling? Oh, we've just got um, some beautiful herbs, kohlrabi, salad mix, greens, carrots, beetroot. Um, Yeah, it's a great opportunity. We get to just experiment and learn how to grow everything and be able to give it to the community. Um, And then hopefully next year be um relocated onto some private land and be continuing our business uh so yeah so then the following year it can keep kind of having a succession and getting more farmers out there um just skilled up and ready to enter as a business yeah so it's really exciting great support isn't it really great support so Organics Awareness Month, um, what have you guys been doing so far? Because I've been away, I just landed back. But yeah, what, what's happening? What's happening out there to sort of, you know, market, especially I guess through Santos or, or at the markets? You know, anything in particular happening? 
Um, well, at Santos, we kind of live and breathe organics. Um, all this produce there is certified organic or in conversion certified organic. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, I guess it's like having those interactions with customers, just really highlighting organics and the importance of eating organic and having access to um, organic food in the local community. Um, but yeah, we've been running a couple of promotions, um, just like posting on social media. We've got some other farmers talking about it. Pepe's been very active um, talking about it. What have you been it. up to, Pepe? Uh, promoting it, 100%. Like, I'm seeing a huge shift, a huge shift, because we, we do three genuine farmer's markets where we audited and checked and and um, made sure we supply what we say. And um, the the shift towards organics because of the awareness is growing so rapidly. Um, you know, it was only 80 years ago our great-grandparents never heard of things like these big corp chemicals that are now we're seeing the uh, effects of that on people. So, um, you know, it's happening organically, no pun intended, but uh, the shift has been amazing. Um, can I have a bit of fun with the audience, if that's okay? Absolutely. Can we get a oh, if anyone out there is buying organically this month, please. And, and you can text in that ho oh, to zero four. <laughs> Zero four three seven three four one double one nine. Let us know. Let us know if you're yeah you're on the the organic train. You. <laughs> so I guess you both have like I say um, backgrounds in farming. But when when was your first um, when did you first discover organic food? I mean, was there you know like you say your grandparents or, or grandparents of ours mm. you know didn't know anything about chemicals, so everything probably was mm. organic back then that they were growing themselves. Um, what was the first you know moment that you sort of decided to switch or found out about it or realised something? What was that for you, Pepe? Well, for me, we um, I've been a local to Byron for 46 years. My parents had a Greek restaurant in town on uh, Lawson Street called the Athena Taverna. And my dad, having Greek heritage, came from Greece. He wasn't born here, but they grew all their own food. They harvested their own meats. And, you know, although we didn't, we lived at Ewingsdale. We only had a quarter acre block. All the herbs were grown by him, all the specialty foods. But he would, back then, uh, this is what, 30 years ago, people would walk in off the street and say, hey, Pete Greek, I've grown extra beetroots and um, do you want them? And Dad would say, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And he knew it was organic and he knew it was grown in their yard and it tasted so much better. So that that's the history of me and how it, ingrained into me but um being a chef myself i i just know the difference um i can feel it i can taste it and people do as well absolutely and what about you grace has this always been part of your life or is it something that you know you, you sort of moved into um i just kind of fell into it when i was about 18 um just yeah it just kind of made sense like instead of trying to grow food and fight against everything around it to make it work, kind of just working with the environment and, yeah, not adding all these things into it to try and grow. Um, you can also, I think for me, like with the, when you look at produce, you can kind of see it and it's vigor and it's like it's got a glow and it's just like beautiful colours and it's, it's just standing up and it's alive. And that's kind of what I like really am proud about with like Santos and bringing that produce in is like, 
yeah, we get it from the farmer and then it's straight onto the floor and people are able to take it home and eat it. So it's just like that transaction is just so seemingly. Um, So, yeah, but then, yeah, through my life, I just have always kind of moved towards eating organics because it made sense for my body and... Um, I've always been so grateful for the access to it and being able to go to the farmer's markets and buy it. Um, but it's definitely a priority in my life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Absolutely. Monetarily, like it just, there's, there's no cutting corners. Yeah, food's so important. And yep. I like, I firmly believe that everyone should have um, access to nutritious food and that's what I really kind of strive to We're achieve. We're all nodding vigorously in yeah. the studio. <laughs> yeah. So I just, as I say, recently came back Samoa. It's it's great for food. But in New Zealand, I really struggled, you know, because I'm staying with friends and family and their type, type of shopping is to go into a supermarket. And I was there for, you know, short times with each people. There's no farmer's markets available. I, I'm in a supermarket. I'm completely lost, I'm literally lost. I... I don't see it any of it as food and when you travel yourselves you know I mean and this is something that now into the future I need I need to go somewhere or I know there's a farmer's market Mm. because this was I kind of lost touch a little bit with you know myself or it's a groundingness or something or the vitality of the food you know which just like you say isn't there so when you travel yourselves have you ever come across this and and what do you do you know when you are traveling not just in Australia but around the world and there's no access to organic nutrient-dense food for me that's a really good question i often take supplements <laughs> I, I you know prevention secure so i will really dose up on some good healthy food but i try not to travel to those places anymore i mean i i become quite picky as i get older but yeah like grace i mean i, I fell into really understanding it as i got older and i was in that loop of convenience back then but um yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah, it's interesting. How do you deal with it, Grace? Interesting <laughs> to revisit. You've also got six children, oh, so eight. take it. Oh, eight children, <laughs> yeah. so bringing the whole gang. Oh, ten, ten, isn't it? Oh, ten. Yeah, 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 let's go anyway. Let's <laughs> just yeah. lose count. But yeah, it makes it harder, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like, I, if I can't prioritize the food and getting that access to organic food, then I'll definitely make sure I get um, good quality water. Um, just to be able to drink every day but uh, yeah just looking like in the community like trying to find a community garden or just looking on the the edges so like I do foraging and just like looking for anything that I can eat there or just seeing if there's any like local farms around and maybe just like going there and asking or just doing your research maybe like just see on Instagram or um, on Google, just checking if there's any local farms. Um, yeah. That's what I kind of, my process is. Yeah, so the interesting thing there is that I would walk out into my friends and family's garden and find so much food mm. that they might have planted and forgotten about or the bed, you know, just it's not really their priority. And I would bring it in, you know, and cut it up and bring this dirt into the house and things and they're kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll try it. But, you know, oh, I'm like, well, what did you plant? You know, what did you, what did you plant it for? You've got to eat it and make them, you know, eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a huge, um, oh, anyway, yeah, I won't go into my own personal stories. <laughs> it's a big, big food journey. <laughs> um 
Yeah, well, well, there was this humongous fennel bulb sitting oh, ready wow. to be eaten at the last place where I was staying. We went to a little batch down on the east coast of um, just above Christchurch in the South Island. And, and beautiful greens, you know, that had obviously been left from the people before because it had just been bought by my, my friend's sister. And I said, that's fennel. And they're like, oh, she said, what, what? It's <laughs> like, just ask her if she wants it because it's a, an acquired taste, but I love raw fennel. Mm. And she said, please eat it. I don't want it. So I ended up with this big bulb, you know. So like you say, yeah, yeah it is around, isn't it? And, and mm. always some sauerkraut or something like that, which is it's easy just to eat less, mm. I think, rather yeah. than try yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. And I guess like a point that you kind of touch on is like education about food and how to be able to look for that on the edges, but also how to use and cook and create and um, yeah, all of that. So it's really important to be talking to people about how to use food. And I'm sure you experience that at the farmer's markets when people are like, what is this? Yeah, and you get yeah. excited and you can tell them a recipe. Yeah. And they end up buying three or four items. Not that it's a sales push, but they need those things. And then they come back and try something else. So cool. Yeah. So what about, I mean, we've just come into spring. It's also um, just happens to be, you know, the same time that um, Organic Awareness Week is happening. What's what's growing right now? What are in your fields, um, Pepe? And, and what's what's hot on the shelves? Well, I've already been into Santos. It's always my first place that I go when I come back. Um, but yeah, what's around for, for us and delicious wise, our bellies? For our farm, we're still in... We've still got winter crops coming through. I mean, I'm, I'm replanting broccolini, for example, just because there's been such spikes in temperature, but then within four days we're back down to winter temps. So who knows what's going to happen? So, I mean, but coming through the shoulder season, we've we'll, we'll planted our capskins and a uh, lot of nightshades. I mean, um, meaning eggplants or tomatoes and things like that. But we're putting in our corn, all these staple favourites, um, at the moment, beans, peas, they're all uh, in, in abundance uh, everywhere if, if you've got your stuff together, which I don't sometimes. <laughs> it just comes around so quick. You get comfortable with growing those winter crops and uh, personally, I'm not ready for summer. <laughs> Feels like summer anyway, doesn't it? Mm. It does. Yeah. And what's glistening on, on the shelves and the, the produce aisles and coming in from the farms and things at the moment, Grace? Uh, well, we're just finishing up citrus season, but um, we're moving more into like we just got a beautiful delivery of snow peas from Misty Creek um, Farm yesterday. And we've still got like beautiful rainbow chard and kale and um, we've still got some pears from Stanthorpe and what else? Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of cucumbers, tomatoes. We're getting beautiful local heirloom tomatoes in, um, cherry tomatoes that I can't stop eating. And we've got some kumquats. So, yeah, there's a great diversity of fruit going into the summer, um, including you'll definitely see more watermelon and rock melon and mangoes soon. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Everything looks so colourful and beautiful and all the flower bunches as well just like kind of bring it all together. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a special place that you're in, especially working on the Grow the Growers um, project. And, of course, Pepe's Farm, 560 Farms is one of those. 
Um, what else? I mean, what, what, what's your what's your actual role within that? Because last time Paula came in and she was a huge part in the organisation of that, and also all of these great interviews that we're we're able to do. But yeah, what's um, what's what's your everyday sort of grow the growers role look like? Uh, so at the moment, I'm working in the growing the growers. There's a couple of people that are part of it: Jolene, Paula, and Olivia. Um, I guess I'm the one that has some experience farming so can relate all back to the project and then I am the key communicator between all the farmers so making sure they're like how they're going with the certification um, how they're going on their journey just checking in seeing when things are available um, them sending me photos of the beautiful produce and um, yeah just getting the information out there to the community so making up little profiles that we have on our website so you can go and try like meet the farmers and um, there's interviews and stuff and then hopefully more videos in the future so it's a bit more interactive and you can see that from the field to the shelves and then back into your home so is she doing a good job Pepe amazing Um, (laughs) yeah Grace contacted us exactly what she said and Santos please remember is a not-for-profit organization so i mean this this funding that they've made available for farms like ourselves and many others that are up and coming into this organic community has been so helpful i mean for us um the money we received has helped us go into full certification and to open up another four acres of growing space so yeah it you know without that support and help from this from santos uh, it wouldn't have been possible i mean we're it's been a long year for us financially, but it's been fantastic. And there's that extra four acres for your extra two kids that we just added on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Part well, of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, the committee only got about a quarter acre. <laughs> uh, let's take a little break and just have a breather. Um, we're here with Grace Ferrier and Pepe Fasos, and we're talking all things organic and celebrating Organic Awareness Week. Just remember if you want to send a, what is it, Pepe? A, whoa. Whoa. Yep. I eat organic food. Yep. Send us in a message 0437 341 11. Online. We would love to hear from you. You're tuned to Belly here, Sister Rosella, with my lovely organic guests, um, Grace Ferrier and Pepe Fasos. Uh, we're here talking about all things organic, and because it is Organic Awareness Month, thanks for your lovely messages. If you are eating organic, growing organic, love organic, or have something to say about it, text us in 0437 341 119. We're going to continue with our conversation. So just in the break there, we were talking about, um, it, you know, how how to source organic food. I mean, obviously, we see Santos Organics. We know we go in there. We trust it a million percent. But sometimes, you know, if you're buying something from somebody, whether it be at a market or whether it be on the side of the road or whatever that is, it's really, do you think it's more our responsibility to find out whether it's organic, not just trust in you know, sort of guessing or, or hoping that it is because it's it's education as well, isn't it, for us and mm. and and asking questions. It's your right to ask the farmer and ask them, is this organic and are you certified and can you prove that, you know? Or maybe not like <clears throat> No, 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 no. <laughs> with 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 love, of course. But you know, we, we always display our certification certificate at our stall. There is our certification number and the 
certifier that we are with on our banner. So, I mean, it's a trusted thing. Um, whereas, yeah. So, I mean, we give you that confidence when you walk in the store. But we love to talk about how it's grown, where it's come from, and get excited about it. And you'll be able to tell the difference between farmers if, if someone's saying it is organic but they're not just by their response. I mean, they're going to give you a quick answer, read their body language, you know. But I can tell you now, any of our crew will open armly invite you to our farm and show you around and show you uh, it's pure yeah um and also i mean organic is not only food is it you know i mean i guess santos is a great example of this as well as that we see everything in there is organic so it comes down to clothing cosmetics all these kinds of things there's a, a huge array out there isn't there that's beyond food Yes, yeah, so um, within the fruit and veg section, it's all certified organic. And then we also have um, a lot of certified organic bulk products. So nuts, flowers, um, medicinal herbs, spices. Um, and I think that gets missed quite easily that people don't know that about Santos. And then we've also got a lot of organic um, shelf products. So tea, coffee, um, crackers, like everything that you can find in your cupboard you can find at Santos. Is there anything you know of that it can't be found or can't be grown in organic, you know, in an organic environment? Or maybe any of the listeners out there that can't ever find one thing, um, especially that's grown in Australia that's organic. If there's one thing out there that, you know, you haven't found and maybe this is something that we can put to the next um, Santos interview that we do, um, text us in, please. The text line's open for all your yeehaws and your your questions. <laughs> um, well, yeah, there's one that I, that comes to mind is um, it's really hard to source certified organic honey, um, as like they need a five kilometer radius with the hives of like the organic kind of property. Um, but we are currently looking into that and we're in contact with John Quayle. He's one of the participants in the Growing the Growers project. Um, so he is looking into getting his certification because um, he's on this beautiful property uh, that's quite big and he's able to achieve that certification through, th through Southern Cross. So um, Santos will be having a little taste tester like um, session in store pretty soon. Um, the dates will be released, but John's going to come in and give a taste and see, like, is there like, can you taste the difference in organic honey? Um, and well, then hopefully be blindfolded or something. Yeah, <laughs> blindfold test. <laughs> um, and you can talk to him and ask him his practices and everything. So that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah. So just keep like keep checking in on Instagram and the website and the newsletter and um, yeah they'll release some more information. And what about when we see biodynamic or chemical free or additive free or non-GMO like does that count you know or what does what does that mean? Biodynamics you can be certified so you know in, I believe in biodynamics but uh, organics is a different ball but um, yeah. Grace, what do you think? Well, with the biodynamics, to become certified biodynamic, you have to be certified organic first. So it's yeah. like a stepping stone. Um, and then everything else in between, 
um, with spray-free or pest, uh, chemical-free, there is no certification around that. So it can't uphold its integrity around that slogan. Um, there is a new certification coming in, which is really exciting, and it's um, regenerative certification um, through Southern Cross. So you have to achieve your certified organics certification, and then you can add on regenerative certification. So Misty Creek is one of the farmers that are going ahead with that. And also um, Andrew Cameron, he owns a farm um, in Billy Nudgel, I think, and it's an avocado farm and he's pursuing that regenerative certification. Um, and both those farmers will hopefully be available in Santos pretty soon. Well, Tom's already in there, but um, Andrew in the future. So yeah, it's pretty exciting like where they're going with the certification, but I think like overall it's really important to kind of look in those details and ask those questions as Pepe's saying, because those certifications really maintain like a quality of standards and procedures and kind of just checks in and be like, hey, let's have a look at stuff and just to make sure so the customer's getting the best product possible yeah and also to give respect to the farmer or the grower who has put their life's effort into an organic farm of some sort whether that's meat whether that's vegetables whatever it is um, you know to really just uh, acknowledge them for that as well I think it's nice to ask that question to acknowledge them to say thank you you know thank you for for doing this for us you know the people that just come and buy your food um, yeah, it's just, uh, farmers always deserve so much more respect, I think, than what they get because they're just so humble, you know, mm. humble and, and, yeah, just, yeah, I guess just more connected to the earth than, um, you know, fame and notoriety for what it is that you do. It's funny. I saw a, a, a quick, just a quick comment, a, 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 like a documentary, a real short one about who's the happiest uh, in their career and it was farmers. I mean, it, just people that work outdoors anyway. Um, I thought that was really interesting. The humbled is the word. Yeah, and, and also, of course, probably one of the most difficult is dealing with so many different variations and temperatures and climates oh, and, and all of that yeah. now as well. But, yeah, yeah working outdoors. We're adaptable. Yeah, and probably probably very resilient because of you mm, know the connection mm. to that and your your inner your inner glow. I can see it. I can see it from here across oh, the desk. Well, you both thank you. <laughs> both glowing. Do you know much about um, the organic meat, for example? Like I think um, just the the treatment more so, I guess, of animals um, because I have this little segment here that I that I um, wanted to read out, which is. Over 700,000 people die annually from antibiotic-resistant bacteria, and this transfer of resistance is largely attributed to antibiotic residues in non-organic meat and milk. Currently, over 75% of the world's antibiotics are used for non-organic livestock production. In addition to the risks of antibiotic resistance, hormone growth promoters, HGPs, are used to make animals grow faster and mature earlier, and the HGPs within livestock have been linked to increased cancer rates. A study on chlormaquat chloride, mm, chlormaquat, 
A common non-organic growth regulator and suspected endocrine disruptor was also linked to reduce fertility in animals, including breeding cells. So whenever I read something like that out, I'm not reading that to tell you that this is the gospel truth. It's just a bit of information that I found. It's up to you, whatever you decide to do with that. But um, what I'm mainly um, sort of getting at is just the maybe the treatments, you know, of animals and and in the meat. I don't know. I'm, I'm a long-time vegetarian, but. Yeah, are you familiar with the the sort of the treatments and things of of animals? Because Santos doesn't deal with any kind of animal products, does it? Meat, meat wise. Um, yes, yeah, so we are vegetarian. We don't have any meat products, but we still have dairy products from Baramba and Mangali, which are biodynamic um, and organic farms. But yeah, my understanding is that yeah, this. There's um, a lot of research being done into the livestock industry around meat and hormones and the effects on humans, like long-term effects. Um, but yeah, I think there's like a great there's a great availability of organic meat in the local region at the farmers markets and stuff. So yeah, if you have the opportunity to um, access like organic meats and organic dairy products then it's definitely the better way to go and go and have a conversation with them and ask them hey i heard this thing on bay fm is it true and how do you grow your animals (laughs) so yeah again speak to the growers so you've got a little event coming up haven't you uh in the paddock in mullumbimby tell us a bit about that um in, in collaboration with santos and some of the growers yeah, so it's really exciting. Santos gets to throw an event and um, it's just like more of a gathering of farmers um, that are part of the Growing the Growers project and our current suppliers. Um, so we do have quite a number of current suppliers um, that are certified organic, I think around 20. So hopefully they can all come together, they can meet, they can talk, chew the fad about the industry or like the wholesale market. Um, farmers markets whatever Um, and we've also got some amazing speakers coming along so Mindy Woods she's going to come and talk yeah and then um, we've got a representative from ACO coming to give a little chat about the um, certification alongside Southern Cross be talking and then hopefully have some farmers talking um, and I, fingers crossed, I don't have to get up there and talk, but I might have to answer <laughs> some questions. Oh, you do um, a great job. But yeah, the Paddock Project has been so supportive of what we're doing and we were able to give them some money to get them certified organic as well. So yeah, it's a really beautiful community space. Um, it's on Tuesday afternoon. Wait, so. What's the date? Oh, is it remember. next? Is it next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. Okay. Yep. So, so it's still within organic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can go to the Facebook site for or Instagram or social media to find yeah, out more about that. Yeah, it's on Instagram, but we do encourage people that are certified organic farmers or wanting to become a supplier to be attending, just as it's an information. Um, we know so many people want to be involved in it and like kind of meet all the farmers, but um, yeah, the. The paddock has got is only so big, and so we're just encouraging the farmers to come along. Yeah. Okay. All right. No worries. We won't we won't um, promote that anymore <laughs> to the, the regular listener. But, but it, yeah, it's great to just hear that that's happening, and we're trying to just like kind of form more connections within the industry instead of um, everyone doing their separate things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yeah. Beautiful. So just finishing with uh, where people can find out more from both of you, just remind the listener who they've been listening to and, and what you're offering in the community, and then we'll just wrap it up. 
uh, we're 560 Farms. You can find us at Byron Farmers Market Thursday morning, uh, Bangalore Farmers Market Saturday morning, or Ballina Farmers Market on Sunday morning. Um, and and at Santos. <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone for. I know who's out there and supporting us, and it's a growing crowd. And just thanks everyone. Yeah, and um, you'll find me at the Mullumbimby store in Santos, but there's also the um, Santos store in Byron and the Industrial Estate. And then you'll also find me at Mullumbimby Farmers Markets on Friday morning. Good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I just want to read you out a message, Pepe, from somebody that says, we love the work of Pepe and Grace, um, growing organic awareness in the community. We are lucky to live in an area with extraordinary quality and variety of organic food. We have 20 certified organic farmers amongst the markets in our area. Uh, thanks for putting healthy food on our plates and keeping the chemicals away from our bodies and environment. And that's from Nikki, Miss Organic. So big, Hello, big Nikki. love. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for you both for coming. And is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you can think of? No. I'm good. No, yeah, I'm I'll let you out then. Right. <laughs> and, that was very organic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very organic. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you as, on behalf of me as well and, and, yeah, my own body and mind for all that you bring and, and give to the community. Really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, my yeah. absolute pleasure. I hope I see you again. Bay FM 99.9. How does that make you feel?